Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Welcome to the Girl on Top Shallon XO podcast. I'm your host, Shallon Lester, and you might know me from my YouTube channel, where I analyze celeb relationships and scandals for the lessons we can take into our own lives. But here on the podcast, I answer the best questions you submitted over the past week. Got a love quandary? Head to my website, shallonlester.com, to get connected, and also shop my merch and take some fun quizzes. Be sure to rate and review this podcast if you like it, and follow me on Instagram at ShallonXO, and find me on YouTube for four new videos a week. Welcome back, Shalligators. This week, our mantra is going to be pretty simple, and might even be one we've done before. Let it go. Let the past be the past. Let us free ourselves from situations that really uh, aren't working and learn to say goodbye. Now, when we hear from this shalligator, we're going to maybe understand why it's so hard for her to let this particular friend go, considering what else is going on in her life. But even if you're not in this exact precise situation, I'm willing to bet there's something in your life that you're just holding on too tight to. Isn't it time to just relax. And let's physically relax because I think the mind will lead the body as the body will lead the mind. And if we can keep ourselves physically relaxed, we can keep ourselves mentally relaxed and we can keep ourselves in a state of fluidity about what we're hanging on to. No, this has to work. I have to make this work. And what we can be like, I release you with love. Let go and let God. Oh, so let's take our deep breath. Let's flap our little arms, shake them titties in a relaxing way. Loosen the jaw, even uncurl those toes. My chiropractor would always have me flap my toes before he cracked my neck. Because he said, if you flap your toes, the rest of your body is usually pretty loose. So we're going to breathe in through the nose. And out through the mouth. One more time. In through the nose. And let it go. Okay, let's get into it. This question comes from a shalligator named Roxanne, and she titled it, Reaching Out to a Friend or Not. She said, hey, shalligators, hope everyone is okay. I would like to ask your opinion on this situation. I had a friend, a male friend, since 2019. We never had anything romantic between us. Like, I'm not even attracted to him, but he had told me in the past that he liked me, but more of a friends with benefits situation, not like a girlfriend. Overall, we were friends and I like talking to him. So from 2019 since today, he's had some ghosting periods that I really do not like, but I've never really called him on it. For example, he would disappear for two to three months and then text me again and we would just talk almost every day. Again, not anything romantic, just daily stuff. The thing is, now that he has gone in another ghosting phase since this summer, which I find worse though than the other times because I lost my dad in the summer and he knows it. I kind of miss talking to him, though, so I was thinking about sending him a message. I know that if it was for someone I liked, I absolutely would not do that, but I'm wondering if, since it's a friend, is it different? 
Also, I have thought that maybe I'm seeking out the validation I got from knowing that he likes me, but I don't think that is really the case. So the question is, should I text him? Should I ask how he is and also tell him that I don't appreciate his behavior? Or should I just consider this friendship over? Ooh, God, I am so sorry you lost your dad. I just, I, ugh, I've, I've been there and it's, it's just unimaginable. And I know so many of us have lost people this year, whether it's from COVID or just life, you know, and we're getting older and our parents are getting older too. And I'm just so sorry. But I don't think you need to be grieving two things at once. And I think if you let this person back into your life, that is what's going to happen. I think maybe on some level, you want to kind of poke this hornet's nest because it will give you kind of like a shift Instead of trying to process this grief over your father, which, again, I know, feels just, I mean, it feels insurmountable. It's like something the size of the whole wide world that you're trying to break down piece by piece. And it's like, I'm going to feel like this forever. I'm going to be, I, I'm going to be brokenhearted. I can't even move on. But I can figure out how to be mad at this dude. You know? There's, there's this weird phenomenon where people are grieving. It's like grief sex. They like have to fuck like, and like this crazy, like raw primal sex. Cause there's so many emotions they can't process, but they can process the emotions of sex or drudging up a fuck boy or getting back together with their ex. Like we have to compartmentalize things into bite-sized pieces for our psyche and our heart. And that's just how we work as humans. But that doesn't mean it's healthy. And it also doesn't mean we just have to be blindly victim to it. Just realizing that that's what's going on is going to help ease those knots. And I think there is a part of that that is is at play. I think it's really fucked up he knows your father died and he didn't reach out. I cannot think of one single excuse on planet Earth or even in space. Because you know what? Astronauts have cell service too. I can't think of one excuse for that. Can you? What is it? That's what I thought. Nothing. A text, a phone call, an email, an Instagram DM? If that is too much work for someone, why do you want this person in your life? You want to, you by your own admission, you want to call him up and start a fight. Hey, I want to call him up, see how he is, but also tell him that his behavior isn't appropriate. You know what tells him that more than anything? You not being in his life. You not responding the next time he pops up. Hey, how have you been? Anyway, me, 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 me. This man is using you as an emotional fidget spinner. And you know what? A lot of friendships are like that. And they're not necessarily malicious. And I don't mean just guy-girl friendships. Girl-girl friendships are like this. It's like, I'm brokenhearted. I'm bored. I'm in town. Whatever. I'm going to call up so-and-so. Okay, that's just the nature of some friendships. But you feel some type of way about this one. I mean, why? Maybe... Maybe there is something to like you, he, you enjoyed the adoration and him liking you. I mean, I'm not trying to pile on, but it doesn't sound like he actually liked you. It sounded like he was interested in fucking you. That's not a huge compliment. Men will literally fuck couch cushions. You know that? They will put a plastic Ziploc baggie full of Vaseline, like wedge it between the couch cushions and put their wiener in it. What is wrong with them? What? Oh my God. Yeah. Anyway. My point is, having a guy pitch the idea of no strings attached sex is not a compliment. So get it out of your head that his feelings were like something warming to your soul that you need to stand by and bask in. They weren't. As evidence, we have the rest of his behaviors. 
I'm sorry. Yes, life gets busy and we go through things and friendships ebb and flows and there's high seasons and low seasons for sure. But this goes back to he knows your father died and he didn't reach out. That's it. That's it. That is point blank period writing on the wall. Done, 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 done. There really isn't any coming back from that because there isn't any excuse for it. There just isn't. But, okay, you know what? Let's say that there was. There was orbiting Venus or whatever. And he comes waltzing back in. Do you know what the best predictor of future behavior is? Past behavior. People, for the most part, don't really change. Well, you know what? Let me take that back. Let me take that back. Women change. Women, I have observed, will grow, level up. They're the buyers of self-help books. They're the watchers of Dr. Phil. They're the shalligators. They level and grow of their own volition because they truly want to be better. They want different outcomes in their life. Men grow through absolute fucking force and necessary. Sorry, Hannah. Men grow through absolute force and necessity. They grow when the woman walks out the door, when the drinking means they lose their job, when they get the DUI. Then they're like, oh, I guess I'll change. There's very little self-starter growth in most men. Why am I saying this? What is the point? What is the point? Because if you think that this cycle is not going to repeat itself, when it has been a cycle, a cycle you have engaged in and perpetuated by answering, by not calling him out, by not doing anything, you know, by staying locked in it, of course it's going to go on. So ask yourself, six months from now, you want to be right back in this position? No. Because you know what you're going to be? Livid. Livid. And you're going to direct that at him when really, girl, you got to direct it towards yourself. Because that is the root of it. I say all the time, the questions I get from you guys, the quandaries you come up with, you know, me too. It almost never boils down to, I didn't know. I didn't know it was going to go like this. It is almost always, I knew and I chose to ignore it, right? I just wouldn't read the writing on the wall. I wouldn't do it. Okay. That doesn't mean it's not there. It is to your own doom, right? So why put yourself back in this line of fire? Maybe it is to compartmentalize this grief and this anger you're feeling with the loss of your father, rightly so, and break it into something manageable, to refocus your attention on an enemy you can actually see and fight because we cannot fight death. We can't fight God, Jesus, Zeus, Buddha, any of them, and ask, why did you take this person from me? But we can ask this dude, why did you take you from me? The parallels to me are very clear. Loss is loss is loss, you know? And again, why do you need to grieve two things? I would let sleeping dogs lie. I don't think this was probably a wonderful, fantastic, nurturing friendship. How can it be if you can't truly depend on someone to be there when you need them? Whether, hey, he's not going to answer um, two months from now for like no fucking reason. I can tell you what the reason. He probably has girlfriends. Like that's probably what it is. He's texting you between heartbeats. He is texting you as that emotional fidget spinner. Oh, he's getting a little like zippy. Maybe not. you guys aren't like flirting or anything like that, but it's still just someone texting him. It's a woman who is 
all the wonderful things girlfriends are empathetic. You're listening, you're joking and laughing. And like, that's not something he's getting when he's single. So here he comes, which again, that is what most of us get from our friendships that love, if you want to boil it down to that, just plain love. But most of us keep talking to our friends, even when we do get a boyfriend. Fuck, I talk to my friends more. I'm like, do you know what this dude did? Oh my God. But it's natural that we turn back to our friends when there's not other things going on to distract us. He's doing it though in such an extreme way that it's really hard to paint this as a friendship, right? So let it go. Let it lie and move forward with your life. Feel what you need to feel, process what you need to process and lean on the people who truly are here for you. Well, that's it for this episode of Girl on Top. Thanks for being part of the Shalantourage. If you have a love question you need some help with, find me on my website, shallonlester.com, and be sure to connect with me on Instagram at shallonxo and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Stay sweet, stay savage. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.